chicken and some pork and beef i can't wait till five guys opens i think we should have a like religious experience welcome to chelsea disgrace podcast i'm your host chelsea grace um so if you've been listening to the podcast religiously then you know that my landlord sold his house so i had to move out And um, I haven't been having much luck finding a decent place, so I'm back in with my parents until I can find one. So now I'm almost 30 and I'm living back in with my parents and I'm really trying to stay positive about the whole thing. Um, On the day I moved back, I was really trying to think, you know, about all the good aspects about the whole situation, you know, trying to make myself feel like a bit less of a loser So I'm all settled in and uh, I'm sitting on the couch watching the evening game show lineup uh, trying to solve the Wheel of Fortune puzzle before my mom could because, you know, like it would be nice to beat her just once. And then my dad starts collecting all the garbages around the house to uh, put them at the side of the road and he comes out of my room holding my garbage pail and out of it... He pulls a remote control and a remote control for what you ask? Um, uh, My TV? No. Uh, A radio? Definitely not. Uh, If you listen to the episode about my new vibrator, then you know that I bought a remote controlled vibrator that was a total piece of shit. So I decided to just throw it out. And uh, living on my own, I never had to worry about, you know, being careful with discarding my old sex toys. I had forgotten how, you know, observant and nosy my parents are. And I got a little sloppy with the uh, hiding of things you don't want them to see. So I just carelessly threw my vibrating remote into the trash. And I was completely unsure as to where the actual vibrator was. So... My dad comes into the living room with my garbage pail and he pulls out the bright pink vibrator remote out of the garbage and he stands in front of me and he's like, like, Charles, what is this? Is this garbage? I found it in your garbage. What's it for? And he holds it up and he's clicking it over and over and over just looking at it like so curious and He looked like Ron Weasley's dad just coming across like a new muggle artifact or something. Or if you're not like a Harry Potter fan, then it looked like an elderly woman trying to work an iPod. And he's just like, 
like squinting his eyes and holding it up and expect or inspecting it just was like confusion all over his face like it was a leftover piece after putting together a desk from Ikea. And when I looked up and realized what it was, my heart like sank into my asshole and all I could think was like, oh God, oh God, oh God, where is the actual vibrator? Because it turns on from quite a far distance away and my house isn't that big. So, you know, I took a deep breath, you know, cut off all my senses except for my hearing. So it was like magnified by a thousand and I listened for any humming noises in the distance. And luckily, I didn't hear anything. But now I had to say something and it couldn't be the truth. Like, oh, yeah, sorry, dad. That's just my portable orgasm button. Like, push it if you dare. So I'm like trying to quickly rack my brain and come up with something. But it's so, you know, damn distracting having your naive father towering over you looking like a 90s kid with his Tamagotchi. But it's actually, you know, the source of sexual stimulation for his only sweet little daughter. So I'm like, uh, uh, fuck, um... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's garbage. It's just the remote for an old lamp I used to have. And I'm trying to say this as casually as possible, you know, trying to let not uh, to let the panic and terror I was feeling inside show on my stupid fucking face. And I'm waiting for his reaction for what was probably like two seconds, but actually felt like 34,000 years. And he just he's like, Oh, okay. And then he tosses it back into the garbage and moves along. And I just let out this like sigh of relief <sighs> until my mother yet again beats me at figuring out the goddamn Wheel of Fortune puzzle. And then I realized that all of this happened in a matter of hours of moving home. And I'm absolutely terrified for what else is going to happen. And then um, the other night I came home from work and I decided to take like a nice relaxing bath. So I got all my bath time essentials all set up. I had my candles and my bath bomb and a book and I got all settled into the tub. But then I realized, you know, I was missing something. Food. So I decided to go and grab a corn on the cob from the kitchen because, you know, no bath is complete without a cob of corn. And it was late and everyone was in bed. So I decided, you know, not to wrap myself in a towel and just, you know, jet out stark naked real quick into the kitchen, you know, grab my corn and just like jaunt back into the bathroom. So uh, I heave my fat self out of the uh, bathtub and I waddle into the dark kitchen over to the fridge and I grab my corn and then I shut the fridge door and my mother's just fucking standing there and we both just scream bloody murder like me because I didn't expect to see her behind the fridge door and her because she didn't expect to see her naked 29 year old daughter emerge from the fridge with a cob of corn in her mouth and we were both like what are you doing 
thing and she's all like covering her eyes in turmoil as if someone just threw like a vat of acid on her face and she's all like i woke up to get a drink what are you doing and i'm like i'm taking a bath and she's like with a corn of corn on the cob and i'm like yeah it's called multitasking and then i see her like open her eyes so she can like maybe try and find her way back to her room and i see like the look of disgust on her face and i figure i can't really do much to avoid the embarrassment because you know that's already happened so i decide uh all i can really do is you know embrace the moment so i start to charge toward her shaking my titties back and forth looking like a bulldog's face when he has like a good shake after a nice long bath And she immediately starts screaming, waking up everybody in the house. And she turns around and runs toward her bedroom. And I'm chasing her naked the entire way there. And she does like a straight up Olympic vault jump into her bed and throws the covers over her entire body. Because, you know, if you can't see the monsters, then, you know, they can't see you, right? So now that she's safely under her blankets, I decide to, you know, stop terrorizing her and go back to my bathtub, which by the time I was done had pieces of corn floating all around my body. So uh, that also happened. Uh, My poor mother is headed straight for a heart attack, what with me being back in the house And then um, the other day, uh, it rained, and it was like a nice rain. So I decided to sit on my front porch with a nice tea and do some writing, which really just led me to uh, watching potato bugs crawl across my porch and then making bets with myself on who would be the fastest, which was like, you know, a really good use of my free time, considering I never get any. So good job, Charles. Time well spent. Um... Then, uh, once I lost all my money in the potato bug races, I decided it would be a good time to torment my mother some more. So I decided to, uh, squish my bare boob against the front window and then knock on it so she would have to, you know, open the blinds and see it. But then I realized that my brother was sitting in the chair, like directly in front of the window. So I'd probably have to, you know, run into oncoming traffic if he were to open the window. So I texted him with all the logistics of my uh, diabolical plan. And I told him to shield his eyes when mom opened the window. So I whip out my boob as I do and I smush it up against the glass and I knock on the window and nothing. So I knock again and nothing. So I'm knocking and knocking when I look over and I realize that my mom had opened the front door and was now standing with her head wrapped around the door just staring at me while I stood there laughing bare tit against the window waiting for her to open the blinds and she just looks at me with this like look on her face like she's like why did I not swallow you like is it possible to put a 29 year old up for adoption and then without a word she just shakes her head and goes back inside and shuts the door And I'm still laughing with my boob out until I turn around and I see like an old man walking his dog past my house. So I had to like shove it back into my bra and just shut the fuck up. 
So, yeah, it's been uh, an interesting uh, week. So um, I feel mostly bad for my dad on the nights that I work at the strip club because I got to hoe myself up and walk past him out the door, you know, ass and titties all hanging out, looking like I'm either going to turn tricks or pick up groceries at Walmart. And he's probably also thinking that my mom should have swallowed uh, but instead, he ended up with an almost uh, 30-year-old shooter girl at a strip club. And I can tell he feels awkward when I'm walking around the house in my hoe outfits because um, one night I was all dressed up in some like tight booty shorts that may not actually be shorts, but may just be like a pair of Spanx. I'm not too sure. And my low-cut top that looks like I stuffed two hams into it. And he's just like, so, uh, you gotta work tonight? And I'm like, no, Dad. Like, I just like to dress up like a background video hoe for fun. And then he did like a nervous giggle and went back to putting uh, his bifocals on so he could uh, continue deboning his canned salmon. But, uh... Yeah, as uh, awkward as it's been so far, I've decided to, you know, embrace all the great qualities about living with my parents again. Uh, my mom made my lunch for me the other day, which was bomb, because uh, I'm too lazy to make my own lunch. So I usually just like accidentally drop a scone or something on the floor at work so we can't sell it so oopsies and then I pretend to throw it away but really I put it in my apron pocket and I just like slowly chip away at it shoving like small bits into my mouth like when no one's looking like I ser- I seriously do this I'm not making this up my friend caught me doing it one day and just looked at me for a second and then called me a sewer rat and walked away and I was like well that wasn't very nice uh, until one day I found myself volunteering to take the garbage out so I could kind of crouch near the dumpster and devour like a broken cookie and then I realized that yeah I am pretty much on the same level as as a, a rat right now and I should probably you know cool it with the uh, food scavenging uh, but yeah, so um, my mom made me lunch and uh, once I got my lunch break, I was like so stoked to open up the fancy liquor store bag she used to wrap it in and, you know, to see what kind of goodies she gave me. And there was two like pretty stacked sandwiches, which I was jazzed about. And she used like super thick bologna, which is like, yes, like, yes, I love this. And she stuck a yogurt in there, which was a nice surprise because, you know, when I was living on my own, I couldn't afford little luxuries like mini yogurts. So I enjoyed that. Thank you, Mom. Um, But I have to admit, uh, I was a little irked when it came to the Oreos that she put in there. Uh, she did give me the, the vanilla Oreos, which are the best cookies in the, uh, whole wide world. Um, but she gave me two of them, like two Oreos, like what kind of monster only eats two Oreos at a time? Like everyone knows that when you go into the cupboard to grab some cookies, it's like customary 
to take them in threes. Like, it's just how shit works in the world. Am I wrong? Because if I'm wrong, like, I'll admit it. But I really, really don't think I'm wrong here. Like, you pry your fat ass off the couch on a commercial break. And you saunter over to the pantry, right? You grab the cookies. And you grab three. And you waddle back over the couch. And you finish your cookies. And you're like, man, like, I want another cookie. But the walk to the pantry isn't worth it for one fucking cookie. Like, you either, you know, leave it at the three you just ate and lay there like a fat piece of shit wishing you grabbed the whole box. Or you, like, unpeel yourself from the couch and you go get three more. Like, nobody eats cookies in quantities less than three. And I had, like, blue balls all day after eating those two Oreos. Just, like, so fucking horny for more Oreos it wasn't even funny. It's literally like the same feeling like when a dude is going down on you and he's been licking the little man in the boat for 20 minutes and you're like, okay, like I'm ready for penetration station here. Like anything would be good. A finger or two, please. And then he just stops and like rolls over and waits for his turn. So... Yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to have a uh, talk with her at the next family meeting about this sort of irrational behavior. Um, but yeah, like I sure, you know, I can't complain about the food. I feel like my malnourished body is slowly bringing, brought back to health through my mother's home cooked meals. Like, every time I look in the fridge, there's, like, literally three different meal options, and it's fucking wonderful. And she absolutely killed it the other day with her beef stroganoff. I mean, like, her stroganoff has always been bomb as fuck, but she fucking nailed it this time. It was, like, extra fucking creamy and meaty. And even when it was microwaved the next day, it was still fucking creamy. And I swear, this dish never dried out. It was, like, my coochie during an Indiana Jones marathon. Just, like, cream, cream, supreme. And um, just when I think it can't get any better, like... Boom, uh, she comes out of left field with a motherfucking shepherd's pie, uh, sans carrots because she knows I hate cooked carrots and like fuck, I swear, like I just wanted to rub that meaty mashed potato goodness all over my fucking titties and just bask in the glory of this bountiful meal. And then the other night, I was uh, I was laying in bed with her watching the same uh, episode of Big Bang Theory that we both seen 34 times uh, when she turns to me and she's like, yo, like, what should I make for dinner tomorrow? A burrito casserole or a pizza casserole? And I swear, I've never had this hard of a time deciding something since uh, the time I saw uh, an A&W and a Taco Bell right next to each other in a mall food court and I had like a mental breakdown because I was just incapable of choosing um so yeah i've been eating like a fucking king which is a nice bonus because now i'm not a frequenter at mcdonald's and i can actually breathe when i go upstairs again and it's also nice you know having someone around who knows how to properly do laundry uh, for the longest time, I would just shove every single piece of clothing I had in the same load, regardless of fabric or color. And now, like, Susie Homemaker over here has all these fancy stain removal liquids and scrubby brushes, which is nice because, you know, I constantly come home from the strip club with my bra 
soaked in tequila because some fat pervert would only buy a shot for me if he could, you know, slather it all over my titties and lick that shit up. So my mom said that she would, you know, gladly teach me how to remove uh, tequila smell from my bra and Jaeger from my shirt. And then one time I saw her put a load of laundry in at fucking 4 p.m. And I was like, hello, uh, 4 p.m. is peak time for laundry. Uh, prices are at their highest right now, ma. And she's like, whatever, it's fine. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa there, Floyd Mayweather. Like, let's not go flashing our middle class wealth around like that by doing laundry at 4 p.m. We got to stay humble here, do our laundry at 7 p.m. like our fellow neighbors here. We don't want someone walking by the house at 4 p.m. and they can either like hear or smell the laundry being done and then, you know, having them think we're rich and then we get robbed and, you know, stay grounded like Jenny from the block style. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been pretty all right being back. I can't complain. Really, the worst part so far is having to, you know, transition back to a twin bed after graduating to a double bed for a while. And I can't, you know, I can't fit more than a twin in my room. So that's been a little difficult. So I had to pack some stuffed animals up instead of letting them live on my bed. But whatever, you know, it's all right. So yeah, I guess in conclusion, it's it's not too bad. I just pray I don't walk in on them having sex because I don't think I could emotionally handle that. But that's for me to worry about. So I'm off for now. And remember that I'm here to make you feel better about yourself. One Chelsea Grace problem at a time. Bye. Looks like a t-